This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by the DuPage County JATC. Make a choice, make a connection, make a career. to the Moms Network, a talk show covering topics relevant to moms, kids, and families. Today, Erica, Sarita, Patty, and I would like to welcome TJ Jarman, the training director of DuPage County JATC. TJ, can you tell us a little more about your job and how you got into it? Sure. Um, so I started off as an electrician. I've been an electrician for a little over 20 years now. Uh, through that process, went through uh, school, and that's the DuPage JATC that I'm now the director of. Uh, after five years, when I was finished with that, I was asked to become an instructor. So I started teaching there, and I was working during the day, teaching at the school during the night. Uh, after I done, had done that for about five years, I was approached and asked if I wanted to become a full-time instructor and leave the field. So I started doing that, promoted to assistant director, and now the director of the apprenticeship. Awesome. Yeah. Did you always know you wanted to go into the electrical field? So I'm a fourth generation electrician. Um, so I was around it my whole life. Uh, so I <laughs> figured good. that would probably be my path. But I did try college first. So okay. uh, I was originally from Kansas City, Missouri. So I went to UMKC for two years and hmm. then uh, decided I didn't have a clear path. So I should do something and make some money. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, what about um, what trends are you seeing in the industry? Can you tell us just a little bit more background of um, where you see, where do kids find out about you? Do you okay. feel like people know about you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the trades, it's funny because we've always been our best kept secret. Uh, we always advertise to ourselves, you know, and so uh, we, uh, we, actually now brought in uh, other people, uh, DuPage Power Forward, Karen Shervat is our outreach program. So uh, we're doing a lot more community outreach. We're going to schools, we're doing career fairs, uh, different programs like that. Uh, we're also hosting events at our facility so you can actually come and tour our facility. Uh, we do STEM events to try and make people aware of the fact that the trades are very math-based, math-centric mm -hmm. skill sets. So, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so we're doing a lot of those outreach programs, uh, you know, just really trying to get in and not just educate the students, what we're doing here today, educate the parents so that mm -hmm. you know the resources there for your kid. Uh, and then we're also trying to do outreach for school counselors. So that's yeah. our, our huge yeah. ally for us, for them to know that there is a separate option when kids come in and start talking to them and tell them what they like, yeah. uh, what their interests are, they can follow their, they're the ones that develop their curriculum form as they're going through the school year, right? So they know what their kids are talented at. So it's a, it's a huge plus for us to have that uh, in the school system for them to be able to say, I think this would be a good career choice for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's one, the only one thing I've learned as a parent of three is that none of them are the same. That's correct. And so That's what correct. works, the path that works for one mm -hmm. is not necessarily the path that works for the other. And, you know, I have a young one now who is going to be a junior in high school and like you were saying, doesn't really know what he wants to do. And he yeah. kind of gets in a panic about that. Right. Like, yeah. oh my mm -hmm. gosh, you know, because he's thinking, I don't know if college is it, but I, right. I, he needs to know more. And I think parents need to know more mm -hmm. about these kind of options that are available. Because like you were saying, it's not just even learning a trade, it's they get a job. They're yes. gonna be making money That's correct. while they're learning, yes. which yeah. is huge. 
yeah. instead of being in debt. <laughs> right. It's the complete right. opposite. You know, yes. it's, it's the complete 180. Right. I think if you have the passion for something coupled with those benefits, yeah. then that's a recipe for success and happiness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Can you speak to the differences financially when it comes down to, you know, a kid going yeah. off to traditional college, maybe with not a path that yes. they're working towards yeah. and your path? Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody is hyper aware of the cost of college right now, yeah. right? Uh, that's something that, that we all hear about. So, um, you know, and, and what do we want for our kids? That's the true question, you know? And I think if you ask any parent, they say, I want my kid to be happy. Right. So forcing them into a path where if they're telling you, I don't know what I want to do, and they have to have this defining moment at the age of 16 or 17 and say, you have to pick this college. You have to do this curriculum to make sure you get into this. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not good on any level, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. um, that's the opportunity somebody should be exploring and, and trying different things. And a lot of times, uh, people have too much energy to be focusing on, uh, I'm just going to be stuck to this one curriculum or do all of this to go work behind a cubicle. Uh, most of my applicants that I have have already gone through some type of post high school education. Mm. Um, I would say most of them have some, either, at least associates, some with a bachelor's. Um, just in the last three years, I've had four people with electrical engineering degrees go through my curriculum. Wow. So, wow. Uh, you know, they, they went through school, they, they took those courses, and then they were like, you know, I, I didn't find the job I was looking for. And so uh, now they're going through and they're loving what they do. So, yeah, coming into our school, uh, financially, it's tuition free. Uh, when you come in. That's, yeah, I can't. that's yeah. pretty attractive to parents. Yes. <laughs> right. That's and good marketing, it's, right? It's, it's, it helps. It helps. Uh, yeah, and then I put you to work right away. So you're working as you go to school. So for us, um, the basics of the program are you're going to school one day a week and you're working four days a week out mm. in the field. Uh, you have a wage package, a wage compensation package that's already set up for you. I can tell you exactly how much money you're going to make over the next four or five years of your uh, career depending on which program uh, you're selected for and then uh, you get for retirement benefits you have uh, health insurance you have for life yeah and, and, and you're talking compounding interest if somebody gets into that at a young age mm -hmm. uh, you know it's there it's 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 a great benefit to, to be a part of mm -hmm. yeah. I remember being um, at Robex down in South Naperville I was getting a smoothie and I got in this great conversation with the kid that was there and he just gone through I can't remember what the school was but a pretty expensive school and he was six months out and he's like I cannot find a job yeah. I'm living right. you know back with my parents and I'm working here yeah. while I'm trying to get a job and I keep applying and going on interviews I don't get, don't get calls back and I think of you get to the end of college, and I'm not anti-college, of course. Right. No. But you know, my I have two boys, and my oldest wants to be a chiropractor. I'm a chiropractor. My ex-husband's a chiropractor. Yeah. Well, he has to he has to go to college. Right. He's got to go to chiropractic school. There's yeah. a clear path for yeah. what he's going to need for his degree. Yes. Um, for my son Nick, he's not exactly sure what he wants to do, yeah. and I can't imagine having him go and spend over a hundred thousand dollars on a school to get a communications degree or marketing degree. Nothing that's, that's, that's wrong with that's it, but I'm still paying for it. But today, yeah. right, mm -hmm. to come out with 60 grand in debt mm -hmm. right off the bat and no jobs secured for you, yeah. it's just, right. it's, 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 yeah. I just think it's something to pause it, and it think is. about. Yeah. And I think the environment is changing as well as we talk about artificial intelligence and how our 
landscape of jobs is going to change yes. where more of those will be taken over by artificial intelligence, vocational trade, and more of those hands-on jobs will continue to have a demand. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yes. and, and to your point, there's nothing better than having that practical training as you are in school mm -hmm. yeah. to uh, really have a good insight of what that job is going to feel like once you're done through the program. Right. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the traits you'd say um, that students are best to, suited for vocational? Uh, yeah, I, I always get this question. And uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, it's the same as, as any other career. Uh, first of all, you have to have a desire to want to be more mechanical, more physical in your mm -hmm. job. Um, understand my program, you're going to school, that you're in a classroom setting for 180 hours a year. Um, if you're going to a traditional associate's degree or anything like that, you're only taking 120 uh, yeah. credit hours. For me, okay. it's 180, so it's, it's a demanding program. Uh, you're also required, it's not an option, you're required to work at least 1,600 hours in the field. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it is a very demanding program. Uh, so the traits or attributes that you that we find work the best. Uh, typically, maturity is a huge, huge part of that. Mm -hmm. um, there are certain things about the trade. It's not easy, and it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Like you said, college is a great career path for a lot of people. But um, for my, my students, they're up at 4.30 in the morning, and they're yeah. on the job site, tools in hand, 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. um, you are an hourly employee, and you have to produce. You know, mm -hmm. uh, It is a demanding schedule. You have to meet that schedule. So maturity plays a huge, huge vital role of that. Um, and then you also have to like being uncomfortable, which sounds weird, <laughs> but if you think about it, the construction trades, you're in environments all the time where you don't know the facility, you don't know the people you're surrounded with, you don't, mm -hmm. the elements, the environment, right? So yeah. uh, if it's 100 degrees and this building here, the air conditioning went out, my person is on the roof fixing this air conditioning yeah. in 100 degree heat mm -hmm. standing up there trying to do that. So you're trying to work through a complex system that you may not be familiar with and provide this service so the customer can continue doing their daily job and their business. So sure. um, it's, you know, there's, it's, it's an intense field. There's a lot that comes from it. Um, so if you like to be challenged, if you're comfortable with being uncomfortable and you, that's like, it's like a state championship, right? If you yeah. win at the end of every day, you get that satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Like I did that, right? I did that, that was all on me. Yeah. And so, yes, it sounds weird being comfortable with being uncomfortable, but, uh, there's a victory at the end of every day. Right. You turn around and say, I built that, that's mine. Right. You know? yeah. So this might be an unpopular question. Um, <laughs> it, what's the burnout rate then? I mean, is there, what's the longevity? You know, if you're starting so young, right. you've been doing this 20 years and now you're only 40, I mean, on your body, on your, how, how can they that's stay healthy mm -hmm. in both mind and body yeah. so that they're in it? until they're closer to 60. Well, obviously. Yes, no, that's a great question. So for us, uh, just to start off, you have uh, full PPO health care coverage. Uh, you also have four retirement plans when you come into my program. So um, for us, you can retire as early as 55. Um, and if you, and it's based off of hours. So if you've worked enough hours, uh, you will also keep our health insurance until you're uh, eligible for Medicare, Medicaid. So um, we, you know, the, the longevity of that, it's, it's a labor job. It's, right, it's yeah, hard yeah. on your body, and yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, you know, up to personal responsibility for you to understand that it, your body is your responsibility to take care of that and to stay healthy. But I can also tell you safety is a culture now. It's not an option. Right. You know, when you right. see mm -hmm. my people out there in the field and they're wearing hard hats and safety glasses and high vis and they're wearing, uh, you know, boots that cost $300 with orthotics in mm -hmm. it and things like that. Mm. You know, those are 
uh, there to protect the person for their longevity. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's always funny. You'll be in an office setting where people are walking through with high heels and suits and all this, and you're. <laughs> in construction wear, right? Um, but my job may mean that I'm in the building one minute, but then the next I'm in the parking lot and the next I'm on the roof. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you have to make sure that you're you're dressed appropriately for all those conditions. So, yeah, yeah the trades have really grown and have, have looked at those. And uh, I'm investing a lot in a person when they come to me. If it's yeah. tuition free, I have a lot that I'm right. investing into them. Mm -hmm. So um, I need them there. And if you have four retirement engines, one of those being a pension, the only way those survive is that you have the next generation of healthy worker coming up mm -hmm. uh, and able to, to fill in that void. Right. You know, oh, that's a good missing. point. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Uh, one last very important question. All right. How many women do you have come through your program? So, um, <laughs> yeah, so this is what we were talking about. This is a pioneering moment for that. So we have um, a, a big push right now for non-traditional uh, roles, right? Uh, and so that's something that we're, we're pushing for a lot. Uh, but I, I am seeing more and more female applicants. Um, that's a huge outreach through the IBEW. So that's mm -hmm. the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. Hmm. Uh, there's a huge outreach right now trying to uh, inform people and say, look, traditionally, if you go to a school counselor, they may say this if you're a boy, but not a girl. Right. And this goes back to our education and our right. outreach is understanding these are careers for everybody and they are attainable. And there's a lot of benefits to these programs for uh, females. You know, if you're up at 4.30 in the morning, it's hard to find health, uh, child care in the morning if, you, if yeah, you're a parent. Right. Mm -hmm. The nice thing is, is if your spouse uh, goes to work a little bit later, uh, you have that, you're done by 2.30, 3 yeah. o'clock. Right. So right. you're home early in the, in the afternoon, uh, you know, and you have all that time with your kids and your family and you can do all of those things. So mm -hmm. um, there's trade-offs for everything, right? For sure. Right. But yeah, that's a huge push in the industry and something that we really want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So the diversification of the job site, getting other people's perspective is vital to, to what we're doing going forward. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Personally, I love the conversation that has been happening about widening our views of what success looks like for kids after high school. For some, the traditional four-year college route is the perfect fit. For others, a trade or different option may be best. Thank you, TJ, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back with more from the Moms Network. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by the DuPage County JATC. Make a choice, make a connection, make a career. Join me each week for Naperville Sports Weekly, where we bring you all the exciting game highlights and feature stories from all six of our local schools. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by the DuPage County JATC. Make a choice, make a connection, make a career. Welcome back. Our next guest is Jason Stipp, the principal of Wabonzi Valley High School. I only know what it's like to manage two kids in high school. Mm -hmm. Running a whole school of kids, that's a big job. Jason, can you tell us a little more about yourself and how you got into education? Sure. Um, thank you for having me here today. Yeah. And I uh, really appreciate it. Um, 
Uh, this is, I'm going into my uh, uh, ninth year now um, over at Wabonzi Valley High School. Yeah. And uh, before then, I was, um, uh, I was uh, an administrator in Wheaton, and I taught in Wheaton, and I also uh, taught in Morris, and I come from a real small town. So I've just I've always wanted to be a part of a high school experience. Uh, I've enjoyed teaching in high school, being around high school students, and uh, this position has been a real natural fit for me, and just uh, leading, but also being a part of the high school experience still. Mm -hmm. So I've really enjoyed it. What is your favorite part of being the principal? <laughs> um, I think the thing that I enjoy most is I can provide some leverage for students. Uh, I, I enjoy being connected with students and when they run into issues or if there's things that I can support them on through this journey, I'm able to do that. Uh, and they have a direct connection to that resource. I can get mm -hmm. them with a counselor. I can get them with a support staff. I can help them uh, engage their uh, teacher or even their parents. So that's something that uh, I enjoy being an equalizer for students and being that lever. I also love watching them shine uh, <laughs> at this level. Is they do some amazing things at this level, um, and to watch them start start getting to that level to where they realize their talents and skills and hard work is paying off. Um, that's always something that really uh, you know that really connects with me as well. What's your largest struggle? Would you say? You know, I would say probably um, balancing um, the the social media piece that mm. they are so engaged in now, yeah. where they feel they're so connected, mm -hmm. but I feel like they're not as connected yeah. as I would like them to right. be. But they have all of these layers outside of school where they have they they have their hands on so much information True. than any other generation does, and it's kind of the abundance of information and how to kind of peel some of that back and more live in the moment yeah. and really realize yeah. that maybe some of this stuff isn't as important, mm -hmm. that what you're doing now is going to kind of support you and you're going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. So just mm -hmm. trying to kind of get them to realize, especially in this community, you're a high school kid. You can be right. a high school kid and you don't have to be 20 steps ahead all the time. Right. So. And we've talked about the social media thing on yeah. here before, yep. about how different that is now as mm -hmm. a high school student. You can't just go home at the end of the day. I mean, you're seeing mm -hmm. it all the time. Yeah. And it is hard around here to not get on you know, Instagram and say, oh, these people already know what their path is after college, and I don't. I mm -hmm. need to catch up with them. <laughs> Maybe you don't need to catch up with them. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're fine just being a kid. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely heightens that comparable issue and trying to, to figure out where you are. It adds some layers to it. Mm -hmm. so. Do you find that m most of your kids kind of know exactly where they're going, or is it more they're fumbling a little bit yeah. and feeling a lot of pressure that, hey, I'm 16 and I yeah. haven't figured out what my whole life is going to look like yet? Um, the latter, I think. I yeah. mean, I think we're kidding ourselves if, you know, school's getting ready to start, and I, too, am like, you know, I've been doing it several years, but I'm like, okay, uh, we can do this. You know, like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's that's part of life, right? And you have to own that, like just like getting a new job, moving, mm -hmm. starting college, and 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 there is some anxiousness with that, and, and enjoy that, and and ex and want that experience. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell students freshman year um, when they come in, my simple message to them is, I tell all freshmen this message that if you can figure out, if you can answer two questions for yourself. In these four years, mm -hmm. the two questions of what is something you're good at 
and what is something you love to do. Mm. That is kind of a general rule of what I think high school should, should give you some direction on. Like, what are some things I'm good at that I really do well mm -hmm. so that I can build on those, whether it be college, trade, military? And what is something I really love to do? What are something that really like excites me? Mm -hmm. And if high school can be the foundation to answer those questions, you're gonna get your money out of uh, whatever you decide to do, mm -hmm. a college, a training mm -hmm. school, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but if you can just focus on that instead of like, I'm gonna go into business and I'm gonna be a business major and this is what, like instead of like, <laughs> what do you love to do and mm -hmm. what are you good at? That will really, if you can simplify it like that, that, that can mm -hmm. make all the difference, you know? Mm -hmm. so. I love that, I love that. And eliminate a little bit too. Yeah. What do you not love to do? Right. And right. then right. know that you don't have to do that just right. because mom and dad are, you know, engineers, and right. you really don't like math, <laughs> it's okay, you right. know, if you are a writer, right. you know, read, about it. makes sense. And if you don't have the, if you don't have the joy, you know, I often compare this job a lot to parenting, because there's like, it's <laughs> fun, debatable at times, right? right? But there's so much joy in it, right? And, right. and there's it. just, if you don't find the joy in what you're doing, and we talk about this work-life balance, but at the end of the day, work's going to take a lot from you, and mm -hmm. schooling's going to take a lot from you, but yeah. if you don't find the joy in what you're studying and right. what you're loving to do, it's going to be a long road, mm -hmm. for sure. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I think the conversation, like I, uh, one of my children would say, he kind of thought you had to not like your job so much. Like, you know, I shouldn't. <laughs> Like, I'm enjoying doing this so much, and even though it's my job, I shouldn't be enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, it should be hard. No, then you yeah. found the perfect yeah. thing. And even though it wasn't what you thought you were going to do, yeah. mm -hmm. you found the secret sauce. Like, yeah. that's what we all want to be able mm -hmm. to do, because you work a long time. Sure. And yeah. you hear that all the yeah. time. From I know. any age. Yeah. I hear it from my friends all the time. Well, I'm looking for something. But, you know, it's a job. Yeah. You're miserable yes. no matter what. Right. And I'm thinking, are you? Are you, are yeah. you really miserable right. no matter what? I see patients sometimes, and they come in, and and this one guy sticks out to me so specifically. He hated his job. I mean, just his stomach was in knots, but he made a lot of money, and they had an expensive house. And, and at one day, he came in. I just looked at him. I go, you realize you could get a different job? And he just looked a little paralyzed, yeah. and he was like, we'd have to sell our house. I said, you can sell your house. Mm -hmm. right. I'm like, you're miserable. Yeah. Like, and it's coming out physically. So mm -hmm. I think finding that joy, finding that passion. Mm -hmm. We just had a networking luncheon for the branch recently, and we had a speaker who was talking about unwrapping your joy and finding something in your life. Yeah. And if you can translate that into some work that you're doing, then it's That's amazing. amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think understanding that you're going to reinvent yourself, mm -hmm. too, yeah. as yeah. time goes. Yeah. We feel like we have to be in that silo, but giving yourself the chance to reinvent Sure. is a key. So I have an incoming freshman yes. and a senior with <laughs> Ponzi. <laughs> um, definitely am in that high school chaos. Mm -hmm. And looking back at all the phases with my kids, I have to say, this is probably one of my toughest parenting phase mm -hmm. that I never realized. And I think it's just the environment we live mm -hmm. in, the pressure that the high school students have, and the whole college planning mm -hmm. in the horizon. So what advice would you give mm -hmm. to high school parents? How best to navigate it all? Well, one of the things, like uh, one of my former students, I remember she was kicking around two schools, two very comparable schools, all the way like until the middle of mm -hmm. summer. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I'm like, you can't do this. You've got to commit, you know? Yeah. Just, right. and, and I think, one of the strengths of this community is the opportunities and everything that we have in front of us. But one of the challenges is 
all of these opportunities and all these <laughs> right. things we know, Absolutely. right? Right. And I always tell kids, like, sometimes when they <laughs> pick a list that's so big, and just like speaking with your daughter earlier, and she's mm -hmm. like, I think we'd land on the Midwest. Like, okay, step four. Now we got to the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I would, you know, because some of those schools, like, are going to start looking very comparable. And when they get more uh, tied up with what's on my sweatshirt and, you know, what, yeah. where so-and-so's yeah. going. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I just talked to another former student that got accepted to two places, and she ended up choosing uh, a lesser of a school in her mind, mm -hmm. but she but she made the right decision, in, uh, not in her mind, but some might perceive as that, for a medical school, but she was like, I'm going to get more opportunities at that school, mm -hmm. I'm going to be able to experience more things, I'm going to get financially supported mm -hmm. better, and it's going to help my family, and those are all good decisions to make. Sure. So I think if you make those decisions about like what has a, a good feel for you, and then as soon as you decide when you land on a place, then a step forward, like, okay, this is, we're going to stick with the Midwest. Now let's step forward with this. Now a big school or small school. Mm -hmm. Okay, big school. Okay, now let's go to these three. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would just kind of chunk it out like that. And don't get distracted with going all over the place because you're going to get overwhelmed mm -hmm. with all For of the sure. choices. Yeah. You'd be like, wait, what was the one that yeah. had this on they the all right. the same. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I went to Eastern Illinois. You know, my dad spun the cardinal direction and said, <laughs> <is> anywhere <laughs> in Illinois. And I said, it, you know, you'll make it what you want to make it. Right. And mm -hmm. uh, if college is your road, um, then you'll, you'll, you will definitely make it uh, what you want it to be. Right. So yeah. And I think that you're right. The options are so much. And I know with my two older ones, uh, Wabonzi graduates. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but my two older ones, they went now to I'm two totally. I'm starting to see how I got on the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had. They were two totally different kids, mm -hmm. and they went to two totally different colleges. And I love that idea of where do you feel like mm -hmm. what feels right first mm -hmm. because you're there for four years. And I told both of them, and I'll tell the third one too. Whatever you do, whether it's college or the trades, I want you to leave that place a better place mm -hmm. than when you got there. Mm -hmm. And I thought that with high school, and I told them, is this a campus that you feel like you can make a difference? Mm -hmm. Not only will it work for That's you, but does, can you make a difference mm -hmm. here? And that worked for them. And one went to play sports and then got injured mm -hmm. and stopped playing yeah. sports. Don't choose it because of the sports team or yeah. the coach because you have no control. Sure. Choose yeah. it because you feel like that's a place I could grow and thrive and become a better human being. So in the last few years, have you seen any type of shift with um, kids that, you know, there's always been this typical four-year college is the success path, mm -hmm. but any shift with people being more interested in trades or other avenues, mm -hmm. even more COD, you know, more community college path? Do you see any big shift, or has it always always been something that's relevant? Well, I think uh, a few things. I think as college gets more expensive, mm -hmm. um, I think that that's something people are making um, some uh, more economically uh, wiser decisions about, like, where are their students going? Mm -hmm. yep. um, so I think that's one thing. I also think that, um, you know, we've always talked about like, you need to do something when you leave. You have to have some type right. of continued education and, and what's that look like? And we try to offer, thankfully, in our, our district, and whether it be through TCD or whether it be through our um, different programming with um, that promote the skills, like our Project Lead the Way classes and um, our auto maintenance and the facts and all of those electives that kids can take, yep. mm -hmm. they can really start seeing maybe there is a different mm -hmm. route for me. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's something that we we always knew it was there, whether it be the military or whatever, but um, I do think that um, 
I think we're starting to, to have some more honest conversations about maybe this four year have to go to college just because everybody else is mm -hmm. and it has to be at this place with this on your sweatshirt. Maybe that's maybe that's not. Um, we're still, you know, 86% of our students, that is still the path they okay. take. Uh -huh. um, and that is a path that they will take. And then maybe, maybe I'll own my own hair salon or maybe mm -hmm. I'll, uh, but th they still realize the importance of I need to get some type of degree, but I'm, I'm always, people are making better decisions about like where that is, what's, you know, do I want to spend all of this money and take all these loans out yeah. to become a social worker if I can do a social worker here without the amount of loans and, and make the impact? So um, mm -hmm. I think you're seeing, I always say that's that's the big next debate is just these loans just because it's like, mm -hmm. it's it's really pretty debilitating. Them, you, yeah, they it's are. A for a, a profession or a lot of professions where you'll spend your whole life paying that off. Right. So yep. that's yep. true. I just paid my uh, student loans off last year. Wow. Um, and I went through three years of college and then mm -hmm. chiropractic school. And I remember I hit that button on that last payment. I was like, yes! yes yeah. <laughs> and it, but it, I mean, mine was almost a, a mini mortgage yeah. payment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I got a professional degree out of it yeah. and my whole career is based off it. Yeah. So there's some places where those loans make complete sense mm -hmm. um, and others where unfortunately it can straddle mm -hmm. a, a child for as they grow into adulthood. Right. So. Absolutely. So question for you. My kids have been raised in Naperville schools and I know we have a strong high school system in Naperville and how do you find that has prepared our students going into college and just into mm -hmm. adulthood? Well, I, you know, one of the first questions I ask all graduates when they come back is like, did you feel prepared? Mm -hmm. And I've yet to run into any graduate that has said, no, I wasn't. And if, in any case, it's more of like, actually, my freshman year was a lot easier than yeah. my last couple of years. And so um, they, w w that is our job. Uh, as middle, elementary, prepare for middle, middle, high school, our job is post-secondary. So whether it be trade, whether it be um, uh, military, whether it be college, whether it be anything else out, mm -hmm. our job is to prepare students for that next step so I feel we're constantly working at it but uh, I, th I feel our students I feel good knowing when after graduation they're ready to right. move on mm -hmm. so. great thank you thank you mm -hmm. high school kids have a lot of pressure on them to not only get great grades but to also know what their future holds at such an early age I'm glad we have principals like mr. Stipp to help guide the way thank you. thanks for watching the moms network and remember you're always invited thank you This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by the DuPage County JATC. Make a choice, make a connection, make a career.